1: off actually and get a bit of a scene center from mr gates because this is i know a topic that you've spoken on again and again you were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic where would you assess where we are today in beating covid 19. well the uh you know sadly the virus itself particularly the the variant called omicron uh, is a type of vaccine that is it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity and it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, surveys in African countries you get well over 80 percent of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to various variants and so you know what that does is it means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and uh, having obesity or diabetes. Those risks are now dramatically reduced because of that uh, infection exposure. you know it's sad we didn't do a great job on therapeutics you know only here two years in do we have a a good therapeutic uh vaccines it took us two years to be an oversupply today there are more vaccines than there's demand for vaccines uh and you know that wasn't true and next time we should try and make it instead of two years we should make it more like six months uh which certainly uh You know, some of the standardized platform approaches, including MRNA, would allow us to do that. So, you know, it it took us a lot longer this time than than it should have.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday. If you are a longtime listener of this program, you already know I got no love for Bill Gates. Bill Gates, the salesman, not scientist. I have no love for that man at all. What makes me more angry than anything, is in his opening statement saying it's sad that Omicron has done a better job at vaccinating people in the world than they actually have using their bullcrap vaccine that they try to keep pumping into everybody's arms. It's sad. Uh, Why is it sad, Bill? Is it sad because you're not making any more money because the virus did what it's supposed to do? And now that everybody is contracting it and it's spreading through like wildfire, now we all have immunity to it. now it's insignificant anymore. that COVID doesn't really mean a whole lot to anybody anymore. Is that why it's sad? because you're not making money? you can't force inject anybody anymore? Or is it or are you more upset that you guys are losing control now and you're having to give that power back to people and you're having to restore countries to what they used to be. You're having to relinquish that dictatorial hold you were trying to have over all the people of the globe. What are you most sad about, Bill? (laughs) I'm just curious, you crumbag. We all know COVID's over. I guess the uh, Democrats are starting to figure it out. They're starting to finally take away all their mandates and they're trying to restore people back to what they used to be. I kept saying November's right around the corner. You know how fast the year goes. It's always that way. First, it's winter and you're praying for summer. Then once summer's here, it's like you don't have enough time to get ready for the holidays because they just jump all over you. So November's going to be here in the blink of an eye. Are they worried? Because every single Democrat is polling so poorly, they know what's coming in November is going to be a bloodbath. Is that why all of a sudden COVID is disappearing? covid has been the biggest power grab in American history, in world history, really. I mean, look at, everybody has lost freedoms. Everybody. Right now, those poor people in Canada, all they are trying to do is protest these mandates that dictator Trudeau, is forcing upon them they don't want to do it anymore COVID is over everybody else recognizes it but he wants to double down and take as much power as he can because that's the type of dirtbag that he is he's even sicked the Canadian police on these people and the police are all for it you know it's it's a strange thing A year and a half ago, two years ago, when everybody's talking about defund the police and the police are under attack here in America, we're all back to blue, back to blue, back to blue. And I think around the world, they felt the same way. Police are losing their credit right now because of a few bad apples like the ones that are in Canada. Listen to what the police chief of Ottawa had to say in reference to what are you going to do to all these protesters It's disturbing. Here it is. I'm uh, from Independent Media. So I was in the crowd yesterday. Um, I was, unfortunately, uh, hit with some pepper spray. I just have a question. Uh, There's some video cameras that the police are using and uh, some news outlets are reporting that you're gathering intelligence with those cameras. Can you elaborate, like, if the protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home, uh, are they going to be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Are you going to be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over?
2: Thank you. It's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. If you are involved in this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges, absolutely. This investigation will go on for months to come. It has many, many different streams, both from a federal uh, financial level, from a provincial licensing level, from a criminal code level, from a municipal breach of court order, breach of court injunction level. It will be a complicated and time consuming um, investigation that will go on for a period of time you have my commitment that that investigation will continue and we will hold people accountable for taking our streets over
0: and could I just ask one more question question?
2: this This includes the uh, media availability
0: insane People that are just peacefully protesting. There's videos of the protesters going and hugging the police officers and then the captain comes behind and tells them don't be hugging the protesters. Everything about these protests are peaceful and look at how they're going to treat them. They're going to go after them no matter what. They're going to put financial sanctions on them which means they're going to freeze their bank accounts no matter what. They're going to press charges against them for protesting. Protesting. Peacefully. These are the moments that I feel extremely blessed to live in the United States because those crazy documents that the Democrats hate Bill of Rights, Constitution. That protects us from the dictator that's in our White House right now from doing exactly what Trudeau is doing. Otherwise, if he had that power, if we didn't have those documents, we would be facing the same, if not worse. You know, I got a lot of video clips or audio clips for you today. Sorry. I got another one from Rand Paul. Rand Paul feels the same way we do. It's just over. The whole COVID thing is over. Let's move on. I've actually been a little bit more pleased. I haven't had to talk about it so much, but you just are having these flare-ups that need to go. I do believe Sleepy Creepy is going to address the nation uh, in March, in the beginning of March, and drop everything. I do believe that he's going to say no more masks on planes and whatnot, but I don't think people are going to wait for him. Rand Paul, certainly not waiting for him. And he explains why he's not waiting for any of that because it's ridiculous. I know I'm putting a lot of them in and they're pretty quick back to back, but here's Rand Paul.
2: The Democrat governors are finally giving up on some of this stuff. Even DC, the most Democrat city in the entire country. The mayor put on vaccine passports two weeks ago put businesses, put restaurants out of business. Well, she's already relinquished it and she's getting rid of it. And the mask mandate's getting ready to go away. I have a bill that I'm going to force a vote on in the next two weeks on getting rid of the masks on airplanes. It's only theater. You can take them off for 15 minutes and breathe air, which then is recirculated to everybody else. There, people are wearing cloth masks, which don't work. How many people are wearing an N95? Probably 75% of the people are wearing cloth because the other ones hurt. And the thing is, is, I think ultimately the Democrats are going to wake up one day and say, my goodness, everyone hates us now because we're the nanny state. And so it's happening, and it's happening in a big way, and some of the Democrats are finally waking up. The science isn't changing, but the polls sure are.
0: Interesting that I learned something when I watched that the first time. I don't fly. I think the last time I was on a plane was probably 2010. That's how long it's been since I've been on a plane. So I generally don't fly. I enjoy driving. I, I'm i that guy that me me and my family right now are trying to plan a trip this Uh, early summer, April, May-ish, where we want to hit Route 66 and drive down it for a week. If that happens, my podcast will be uh, a little different format. I'll probably be doing a lot more video casting and adding some audio into it as I take my trip across Route 66, or at least as far as we can go before I got to return, because I enjoy driving. So I don't do the plane thing, but I was unaware... That because things are so stupid, I was unaware that if you get on a plane from what he said, from what Rand Paul said, you get, I guess, an option at some point during the flight to take your mask off for 15 minutes and breathe the air. What the hell is wrong with these people? That is the same thing as restaurants. Oh, my God. When you're walking in, you better have your mask on. And when you sit down, it's like this. It's this shield that's all around you. The virus knows not to come get you no more. Oh, my God. It's a miracle. The virus is so smart that it knows when to attack you and when not. It's just, it's such a ridiculous situation. I'm glad this is all literally coming to an end now. I doubt Rand Paul, even forcing a bill, is going to get it passed because everything's held by the Democrats right now. And I'm sure most of them don't agree with him. And then even if it does get passed, if it makes its way up to Joe Biden's desk, is Joe Biden going to approve it or is he going to reject it? Who knows? But he might as well take a shot. Can't hurt, right? Hopefully... This is the last time I will ever need to talk about COVID other than reminding people around election time what the Democratic Party did, especially in certain states and cities, what they did to you, how they tried to strip you of your freedoms so that way when you get to the ballot box, you remember these things and vote accordingly so you don't have them ever happen again. All right, on to my next one. Best-selling author Peter Schweitzer, he is claiming that Biden's son, Hunter, and other members of the Biden family clan have received at least $31 million from various Chinese elites as part of a lucrative trade deal in multiple business ventures. Swider detailed in an alleged money-making machine in an opinion column on Thursday for the New York Post. An excerpt of his latest book, Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win, in the article... Was written for those wondering why Joe Biden is soft on China, consider this. Never before reported revelation the Biden family has done five deals in China totaling some 31 million, arranged by individuals with direct ties to the Chinese intelligence, some reaching the very top of China's spy agency. Americans deserve answers as to why the Bidens received some 31 million and what promises or influences it brought. I don't know. These are, as far as I can tell at the moment, allegations. There have been no charges. I don't think anybody's looked into anything at this point. I wouldn't put it past Joe and Hunter. I mean, would you really put it past a crackhead to pass up $31 million? I seriously doubt it. However, I would doubt Peter Schweitzer would make such claims without at least a smidget of proof somewhere of something that he found people that he's spoken to. I doubt he would just blatantly lie about these things and just write them in a book to just make money. Uh, We'll see where it goes. You you know, I don't have a whole lot of faith in the system, especially right now. Let's be honest. If any of this came up, do you think that they're actually going to investigate Joe Biden and his son right now? Of course not. Yeah. He's going to be protected All the way around, the House, the Senate, everything. He's going to be protected. The news media, they're not going to talk about it. Big surprise, right? Uh, So I doubt anything will come of it now. However, come midterms, if we take back the House and the Senate, a committee could be formed and they could investigate what happened. Will that happen? I don't know. But unless we win the House and the Senate, I guess we'll never know. So we have to wait and see what happens. I know Joe Biden and his family, just like the Clintons, just like the Obamas, they're all dirty. Their hands are all dirty. They got their grubby little hands in every financial pot that they can stick it in. You know, it's for them. It's about getting rich. Telltale sign is look at Obama. For example, he went into the White House worth worth what? Three million dollars. And he came out worth 50. Trump went in the White House worth four billion. He came out worth two. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who's got a more of a financial interest in what's happening? Who's getting paid? Trump donated his salary. He didn't need their money. He said so. I don't need your money. I'll donate my whole salary to different parts of the government that need it. Obama, he got rich off of all of us. So doesn't really surprise me that you're hearing these stories that they're corrupt and dirty and they're making crooked deals and promising people things and potentially doing things for other countries because it would make sense. Joe Biden's not a rich man. How could you be rich? The guy's been in politics for the last, I don't know, 5,000 years. In 5,000 years, he's been ineffectual at every single level. What has he done? Nothing. Except come off like a crumb bag. Come off like he's stupid. Because he is stupid. He's just dumb. Got to squeeze that in there somewhere. (laughs) But that's what he is. He's just dumb. So would it surprise you that he's trying to enrich himself and his family through some crooked deals, possibly selling secrets of the United States to China or making sure that China gets particular deals to enrich themselves? That wouldn't surprise anybody. Certainly wouldn't surprise me. And if you didn't hear already from my last story... The Russian military forces have reportedly received orders from Russian President Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine, according to a new report on alleged U.S. intelligence. It says, and I quote, The president was very clear that he is convinced by U.S. intelligence that this invasion will happen, that President Putin decided to do it. CBS News host Margaret Brennan said, how was, that, how was he so certain? Um, and the answer was because the intelligence says that Russian troops have actually received orders now to proceed with the invasion. CBS News correspondent Dave Martin said, So not only are they moving up closer and closer to the border and to these attack positions, but the commanders on the ground are making specific plans for how they would maneuver in their sectors of the battlefield they're doing everything that american commanders would do once they got the order to proceed okay my issue with this story is i believe it or not i find a lot of conflicting reports you know i see the president of ukraine say they've been invading ukraine for 8 years and where have you guys been where's America been for the last eight years? And like, we don't really need your help right now that Ukraine will take care of itself. I've seen reports that Putin says that they are pulling back and they're just doing drills and they're not, they have no intention on going in. We've heard false reports that sh- uh, mortars were shot off and they're hitting buildings and people were hurt, but there was actually no people in the buildings and nobody did get hurt. It, there's been so many conflicting stories coming out. It's hard to to go through all of them and know what's right and what's wrong and what's fake. As of right now, if you look at satellite images, there is a heavy buildup on the border of Ukraine. You can find those online if you care to look at them. And they do have all the medics in place. Generally, if you know anything about warfare, that's one of the last moves is that you put the medics in place. So that way, when the fighting starts, they can take care of their injured soldiers. It appears that they are going to invade. They have not started the uh, invasion as of the recording of this podcast. Um, Will they invade? Will they not? Who knows? Is Joe Biden manufacturing a crisis? I've heard that one too. Hard to say. Uh, Are we putting heavy emphasis on Ukraine and we're trying to take the focus off of Canada and the dictatorship that's happening over there that Canada is turning uh, or is being run now? almost in a fascistic way, it could be, it could be a distraction. I mean, who knows at this point, uh, I'm not in Ukraine uh, reporters on the ground are reporting what they're reporting. It's a lot to keep up with Joe Biden's already trying to tell people that if they do invade, you know, gas prices and stuff are going to go through the roof and goods and whatnot. And, and he's trying to, you know, maybe offset some of the blame that he is rightfully on him for stopping all the fracking and oil drilling and not giving, uh, you know, releasing new permits or giving people new permits to frack and drill. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Hard to say. I am certainly not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I am not on the ground in Ukraine. If I saw it with my own eyes, I would tell you exactly what I see with my own eyes. I'm only telling you what I am reading from multiple different sources all across the board and it seems like everybody's story is a little different but everybody comes to one conclusion which is an invasion is imminent. That's the best we got right now. As we have been doing for the past few weeks, it's like a holding pattern. Everybody's saying they're invading, they're invading, they're invading but yet they have yet to invade. (laughs) So we're all just sitting back and watching and waiting to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, They do not invade, Uh, would spare Ukraine. I mean, you don't want to see war. Who wants to see war at any time because uh, people are going to die and you don't want to see good soldiers and innocent people get killed in war. So hopefully they don't invade, but there's no telling at the moment. Anything more that I read, I'll keep reporting it. Um, It's hard for me to get on here and give you a definite on it. Which is why I kind of wait and don't say a whole lot. Because if you don't have all the information, what are you telling people? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't make sense for me to give you half information or a one-sided information. I'm trying to see what everybody's saying. And like I said, start looking it up yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's kind of all over the board. So I don't know what the real truth is. Um, Candace Owen is pretty adamant that it's a manufactured crisis over there and she would tend to have a lot more inside people than I do. Uh, she's definitely a smart girl. Yeah, I, I That may be the what she's getting from her people, but from what I see, at least from what I'm reading, if you trust the news at all, if you trust any outlets at all, from what I'm reading, they are set to invade. We're still in a holding pattern. No telling. All right, it's Monday. Um, I record a day early, so for me, it's actually Sunday, uh, tomorrow, Monday, actual Monday, uh, Trump supposedly uh, truth his what is it? jeez, uh, oh I forgot the name of it now. Truth social, his truth social supposed to drop. Uh, praying that it's pretty good. I hope that it is. I hope it functions. Like a Twitter, and if it does, I'm sure Twitter is going down because all the angry people that are at Twitter are going to move over to True Social because guess who's back? Yep, that's right. Orange Man should be back on there. and They're going to want to see what he has to say so they could start digging at him all over again. So potentially could be a really big day. Hopefully it is, and I don't have to work, you know, all these different social media sites. I will actually... Get rid of all of my accounts and move over to one if it is very functional. It looks like a good one and I'll just start from scratch there and rebuild. All right. Otherwise, I hope you have enjoyed your weekend. If you're off today, God bless you. Enjoy your day off. If you're working today, sorry to hear that. You know, the day will be over sooner than later. You get back home and get back to more important things. Um, if you'd like to follow me, for now, Twitter at LJCONSERCERN Gab or Parlor. I am at the Real Little Joe CloudHub. I am at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to check out any videos I do, Rumble Little Joe's Conservative Corner, YouTube, YouTube. Excuse me, Little Joe CC. And if you'd like to reach out to me, please go to my website, LittleJoeCC.com. Go to the contact, contact section and uh, send me a message. <laughs> Beyond that, have a beautiful rest of your day and we will do it again tomorrow.